Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, Steve here. You are listening to one of our original 26 episodes. If you've listened to any of our new episodes, you're going to notice that we're sounding a little different in these ones. Yeah, there's a reason for that. There is. They've been remastered. They have been remastered. Because they had a really annoying hum. Yeah, I mean, a huge thanks to uh, listener James for doing almost all of the legwork on this thing. You'll also notice if you had listened to what we're calling the Lost 26 episodes before, and you're re-listening now, the music and sound effects are gone. Yes, we've we've gone back to straight audio. So, be warned, we sound a little different today than we do in what you're about to listen to. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh Bye. Okay, bye. Welcome to a very special episode of Thinking Sideways, the podcast. It's the holiday episode. Merry Christmas in like the Western, like Santa ho, 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 not the like offensive religious or not offensive religious way. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. You know, the awesome, fun presence way. Merry mm. Christmas, everyone. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Woo! I'm Devin. I'm Steve. And I'm Joe. So speaking of Christmas... Favorite holiday. It's a pretty good one. Yeah, I know. Better than, better than Halloween. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. You get uh-huh. presents. You get to like sit around and drink eggnog and eggnog and mm, just eat a lot and eat yeah. a lot and just like hang out in warm houses and there's snow outside and sometimes just so happy. I feel like right. It's pretty cool. And you it's can just nice, pretend so. if there's snow if there's not actually snow. We don't get a lot of snow here. I know. But. Nah, I know. I just go out and I spray paint my yard white. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect way to do it. Yeah, it's a very Oregonian way. Very mm. organic. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about the mystery of Santa. There's the, a mystery. The unsolved mystery. Well, the unsolved mystery. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all know Santa's real. Of course. Yeah. But, you know, I, I kind of have some questions I want to talk about because we think about Santa, but, you know, we just kind of accept it a lot. Yeah. I feel like. But, you know, there's some really serious questions here. Like, how does he fit all of those presents in his sleigh? Uh-huh. Or, like, how does he actually get around to, like, all of the children? Right? I mean, those are some pretty big questions. No. What? Do you know the answer? It's magic. No, it's not magic. I thought he used UPS. <laughs> <laughs> It's no. <laughs> what? I'm confused. It's not magic. I mean, yeah. Steve, come on. I mean, you, we are skeptics on this show. You know magic's not real. <sighs> yeah. We talk about do. aliens on this show. Magic is definitely Do real. we talk about aliens in seriousness, though? Magic's real. Uh-huh. I'm going to... Uh-huh. I just... I think that there are some really great explanations I, out there. I think there are some very good, solid scientific explanations. Other than magic. Yeah. Okay. For, for example, right. the sack. Right. You know, how does it hold so many presents? Well, you know, because it uses trans-dimensional transportation. It's essentially when they go in the mouth of the sack, they go into another dimension. That's actually a really good theory. So that's, that's one of my that's theories. That's how he manages to 
load, you know, 500 million presents into one sack. So let's actually talk about the sack to start with. Well, actually, let's first of all, let's just talk a little bit about Santa, right? I mean, okay. everybody, I mean, I, I'm just assuming everybody knows what we're talking about, but Santa's called other things. We call him Santa or Santa Claus. Um, he's also called St. Nicholas, St. Nick, Father Christmas, or sometimes Kris Kringle. Yeah. Right? You know, the bowl full of jelly. Mm. Usually he wears the red suit. Mm-hmm. With the, the elves white. call him, the elves call him sir. Sometimes yeah. they do, yeah. yeah. Oh, so now that we're all on the same page. Yeah, that that Santa. Okay, I that to make Santa, sure. okay. not the other Santa. I don't know. Yeah. There might be the one with Santa. the bell in front of Walmart. Yeah, not that. No, one. Not that one. No, not that mm. one. Okay. No. Okay. My first question is the toys and the sack, right? Yeah. So Joe was just saying that it's another dimension. Yeah. It's transdimensional, which is a good theory. Um, I can I have a different theory actually. Yeah. And it has to do with nanotechnology in like a nano toy maker situation. So it's like a like a 3D printer almost. Yeah. So he doesn't actually carry all the toys with him, but he makes them on site specific to each kid. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and he uses the soot as raw material. And he also, he also can use the soot to make a lump of coal if for you had crappy to. kids. Yeah. yeah, for the bad kids. Well, my, my one problem with this theory is that lots of houses don't have fireplaces and chimneys. Well, I mean, you know, he's got other stuff. I mean, leftovers, right? Don't you uh-huh. think? I mean, I assume that he carries some material with him in case, but most houses do have those sort of things these well, days. I would say a lot of houses have chimneys, but not all, all of them. them. That's, yeah. Not you all know, of as them. technology's moved on, we've moved away from the fireplace. Mm. I guess that's true. You know, you can cut off a limb of a tree or something then. Maybe he, maybe he sets out, sends out like crack teams of, of elf <laughs> commandos to just burn down houses in certain spots, so no. he knows he's going to be short of materials. Yeah. That's horrible. No, I don't I think that's what he's doing. No. Christmas is a serious subject, man. He's you serious. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. So the other thing, uh, another question I have is elves. Uh-huh. Like, really? Thousands of elves just working for him for, like, nothing? Like, that gets expensive, don't you think? I mean, they, we're, like, past the age of indentured servitude, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing, too, is it's that doesn't make sense about that. I mean, you guys have seen Lord of the Rings, right? And do you really <laughs> different think... Different elves, different elves. Oh, see, a different race of elves? Different then? kind of elves. Different kind of elves? Oh, okay. Yeah, those were tall elves. Those I think like Gavin's tall, talking about the little short Those elves. were tall, deadly little elves, yeah. 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 Talking about Shrimpkin elves. I read this... Really interesting report about Santa's main distribution center up in the North Pole. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's apparently 4 million square feet. It's pretty big. It'd be mm. the world's largest factory, right? Okay. And it's yeah. got a real-time warehouse management system, which is required to run the entire complex. Do the elves wear hard hats? Yeah, I think they must at this point, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they have to. OSHA. There's OSHA regulations. I think OSHA right? might yeah. be regulated. Yeah. No, because OSHA is just America. And, you know, this is they're, they're in the North Pole. They're in Santa Elfsha. Land. Elfsha. Elfsha. No. I think it must be Elfsha. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, probably. I, I, I'm assuming at some point that Santa decided too many elves were getting killed in industrial accidents <laughs> and decided to, like, you know, just beef up safety a little bit. Because <laughs> we know Santa cares about the elves. He does care about the elves. Yeah. I, that's pretty clear, I think, isn't it? Uh, I mean, you know, you can't have those people work for you all the time and not 
not I'm, care about them. Well, unless you don't care about them, of course. No. But, you know, maybe uh, you have to care about them. But he must work them like dogs. I mean. I, well, I don't think so. I think it's mostly automated at this point. And mm. you know, the point is, is that like I think if I believe in this in this uh, 3D printer scenario of his his magic bag, mm-hmm. right? Well, then why the elves don't really have to work that hard? They have to work on the technology, right? Uh-huh. The upkeep of that. Wait, but, but they don't have to build toys all year round. But how, okay, so if we're saying Santa has the 3D printer now, yeah, what did he do before the 3D printer? Well, well no, had he had a he had a 3D printer. It's not, it doesn't look like the 3D printers that we have today. It's it's actually kind of a steampunk kind of looking contraption. That it's all lives it's, in his sack. Yeah, it's all it's all like wood and brass and copper. And it's where did he get it? He made it. Uh, yeah. The I el- mean, the elves, know, he and the elves made it, yeah. The I elves suspect, made it to his specs. I suspect he didn't always have it, but to keep up with current demand, right? I mean, you know, way back when, when it was just like, oh, there's like 4,000 kids to get to. Oh, no. Yeah, and the toys, are, toys, and the toys so are, are basically like pieces of wood. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it was easy back in that back, There's back no problem. Now he has to like an iPad? Really? <laughs> okay, I guess I will just... Grab my 3D printer and print it out out of the coal or the soot in the chimney. That has got to cut into Apple's bottom line. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Actually, uh, there is a physics professor at the University of London has has actually theorized that perhaps Santa's fudging just a little bit and outsourcing a lot of that stuff to China. You know, so it might be that you know he's not making everything. I choose to disbelieve that. Really? I choose to believe that he is making everything and that now the elves, they're in charge of the basic upkeep of, you know, his his sack. So they're they're all elven middle managers at this point, basically? Well, they can't all be middle managers. No, it's not. Well, there's not. a couple elven supervisors, but... It's not, a, it's not middle management. It's, you know, technology upkeep. That's not middle management. Oh, That's so it's like, elven IT. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. And mechanics and, you know, stuff like that. They have to keep this thing up, right? Yeah. And then there's the shop stewards, and you know, you've got your janitors, your elven janitors, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So somebody still if we're, if we're talking Santa's worried about safety, I'm assuming they're not wearing the, the green funny shoes, the little bells at the end anymore. Yeah, I suspect yeah, they Because no. those, I imagine, would get sucked into things quite yeah, easily. Yeah, I imagine they're not wearing those I, anymore. I, I heard that quite a few of them did get sucked into the machinery, and it was unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Yeah, so, and then I guess my last kind of question that I have is how does he make it to everyone's house in one night? Magic. I know Steve's answer is magic. Magic. Uh, Joe, yeah. do you have a good answer? Because think- I have a really good answer. I'm thinking wormholes. and mm, yeah. It's close. It's um, close to my answer. It's wormholes. And the thing I'm thinking about, about Santa, too, is that he would be a virtual treasure trove of technological information if we could get our hands on him. And I think mm-hmm. I hope the military is working on that. No, I think that they're just choosing to, like, let him have what he has. You think so? Yeah, they, they, ask they him, can't they might use ask magic. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I mean, think about it. You know, and, and like now, for example, like if you look at say the Iraq War, I mean, the buildup for that was months because it takes so long just to ship all that crap over there—tanks and Humvees and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. They have to go on ships and planes. 
you know, if we could get Santa's technology for transporting all that crap over there, just like, thing, you know? Well, I mean, again, wow. Santa isn't transporting that much. He's just transporting his magic bag, his bag of, of stuff, of mm. 3D printer or whatever. And I think he's using antimatter. Mm-hmm. What? what? Yeah. Okay, so this is a thing that NASA is, like, hoping to develop to cut down the time that it takes to get from Earth to Mars to a matter of weeks. Mm-hmm. And basically what it is is you collide matter with antimatter. The explosion, the force of their energy coming together is so great. It just is like this amazing propulsion system mm-hmm. that makes you go super, super fast in a super, super short amount of time. Travel the world in like one night. If you can make it to Mars in a couple of weeks, you could travel the world a couple of times in mm. one night. Well, you probably could. The only, the only problem is, is, of course, Santa would be flattened like a pancake by the acceleration forces. No. You, Unless, of course, he's a supernatural being, which, you know, he might be. He might at this point. I have a better yeah. theory. What's your theory? There's not one Santa. Oh. Santa has cloned himself. Oh. There is eight bazillion Santas. I don't know how many it would require. That could and be. each one has a county or a district, and they just deal with their own area. Oh. And, you know, the rest of the year, they sit in malls and talk to children at the little kiosk. That's mm-hmm. that's not a bad theory. This so is I, have, I have one more question. Yeah. Why hasn't any anybody ever seen Santa? Because mm. he's a uh, magic yeah, he's not magic. He's no, a ghost? He's, no, he no. He's he's actually kind of like a master cat burglar. That's why. <laughs> he might be. So that's actually yeah. my my theory. I read a lot of theories in doing my research for this mm-hmm. about why people haven't seen Santa delivering gifts. Right? You see him in the mall or whatever. But you know, some people said he has an invisibility cloak. Some people said that he has some kind of men in black style memory eraser that he uses on anybody who sees him so they forget that they saw him. I feel like those are all just like crazy. I just think. Yeah, that's not realistic. At I just all. Yeah, those feel are like, stolen out of two movies right yeah, there. I, and I just feel like I think there's a totally reasonable explanation for this, and it is that kids fall asleep. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, kids tend to fall asleep. And they just miss Santa. Wait, are you saying that Santa exudes something? No, like sleep I'm not gas? saying. I'm saying there's nothing weird about this. I'm just saying that it's 3 a.m. and you are a child and you're asleep. Yeah, but and the, so you missed Santa. But the adults in the house might still be awake. Yeah, but they uh, don't. I mean, you know, we have come to our deep faith in Santa. We know Santa exists. We don't feel like we need to see Santa. Hmm. That's not an important thing as an adult, right? It's it's important as a kid. I saw Santa. When? As a kid. When? When I was a kid. When? He like woke delivering me up on presents? Christmas morning and dumped a bag of toys on me. You're thinking of your father. So you saw him. Wow. Well, no, I ran outside. My dad was outside pointing to the roof and there was tracks on the roof in the snow. But you said you saw Santa. So did you see the tracks in the snow or did you see Santa? I saw both. I saw Santa and I was ag- agog with, I got the RC car. I want, oh my, wait, wait, Santa. I got to find Santa. And went screaming out of my bedroom and found my dad standing outside pointing at the roof. Mm-hmm. I've seen Santa. He's real. Um, I don't know. Is this another case of magic, Steve? No, I I saw Santa. Okay. I think you saw an imposter because I, yeah. maybe. 
no, no. I, I think what happens with Santa though is like he, I think he uses misdirection and things like that to avoid, so and distraction. So, for example, if there's a couple of adults awake in the house, before he goes down the chimney, he goes and throws a rock at their car and sets off their car alarm. <laughs> they run outside, and then he goes down the chimney, distributes the presents, and back out just as they're coming back in the front door. Maybe. So he's just the master of that kind of technique. Yeah, I guess I just think, you know, it's not important to me as a true believer in Santa to see him because I know he exists. Yes. So, because he's magic. He's not magic, Steve. He's just a little ahead of yeah, the come technological on. Be curve. Re- be realistic here. I'm not talking to either of you anymore. He's magic. <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, we've answered some questions about Santa. I know everybody was really scared that we weren't going to talk about Santa, but we did. Yeah, yeah. It's very important for us. So, if you want to check out any of the links that I talked about, anything that I'm referencing, I've got, I actually have some research on this. Um, you can check them out at our website. That website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. Send us an email if you have theories about Santa. That's thinking sideways podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Just, you know, thinking sideways podcast. I know that's a shocker. Uh, yeah. uh, you can listen to us on our website. You're probably listening to us on iTunes. If you are, remember to give us a comment and rating. It if is the giving you- season. It is the giving season. If yeah, send you- us some money. <laughs> no, we don't want your money, just your ratings and comments. If you are on the go, you didn't get a chance to download it, you forgot, give us a check on Stitcher. You can just stream right from your phone. Probably, I don't know, maybe your iPod at this point. Yeah, iPod, phone. iPad. You can even do it on your computer. computer at this point. So, you know, check us out there. Um, yeah, and have a really good Christmas or holidays. Holidays. Ho, ho, ho. And by the way, stick around for April when we tackle another hard-hitting topic. The Easter, Easter Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. Fact or fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye, all. And it's magic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.